Did you break it? Did I break it? I did. No work there. That's a death. A drink. We ready? Did you get everything set up? We gotta change this, huh? The background? No, I like it. Okay. You got us on the the, the snowball? Where? Y'all had me really thinking y'all was at a restaurant or something. See, see, can you hear us? Yeah, you can hear me. Can you hear Dad? Yeah, I can hear Dad. Okay. snowball. Yeah, I can hear Dad talking about a snowball. Something. Um, well, this this is like an encyclopedia. Hello. Hello. Do we have to download it? You know you're recording right now. <sighs> there we go. I don't think I've used it on this laptop before. I push. Okay. I push pause. Y'all on air now? Okay. We live. We live. We live. Let's get this party started. Okay. Y'all ready? Here we go. to reveal to you the gifting that you've been born with. 
get you to place the cards in order of um, most important up the top in me, and then you put them down to the least important like that. All right. Did y'all get that? That was a um what is this? Is it How come it won't allow me to get out of here? Because I don't want to get out of here. There we go. Okay. There we go. It's still not going. All right. So welcome to Christianity. I don't know. Christians, the Bible and divinity. Divination. Okay. I can't see. We got photos of over today. I'm trying to see y'all's lovely faces. Um, y'all can see we jump back in with the movie. Little clip, little thing about um the destiny cards mm -hmm. at bethel church that was a church in reddington california they do train their quote-unquote prophets to read destiny cards um palm i think palm is it palm readings but they also do gyms and things like that and that's in a church they send them to training to do that you also saw the sign in the background where they do the hennas and the, the different things like that. And they charge. And they charge for that. So this is real and happening in churches, y'all. Happening. So let's dive into this today. This picture? No, oh, this box in particular. Um, um, I don't know. Okay, so you see our agenda for today. We uh, do the opening prayer. Then we're going to do uh, the review of the questions that some of you guys gave us last week. Um, then we're also going to go into the discussion. Then we're going to have questions and comments from you guys and closing prayers. Uh, closing prayer. Any question on the agenda? All right, so you know you guys gave us a list of questions for last week and the things that you were interested in wanted to know about. So we're gonna hit a little bit on those questions right now. Um, this picture that you see is being done at the Potter's House in Dallas, Texas of the yoga exercises hosted by Sarita Jakes in church service. So again, yes, these things are live and in happening in churches today. Um, so one of the topics we, uh, we brought up was because of the questions, what are popular types of new age spiritualism and divination, right? And we kind of separated the categories out. Um, on the left side, you will see the new age. And basically they go by uh, spiritual but not religious so they want to encounter spiritualism but they don't want to have organized practices they they seek the enlightenment without the accountability mm -hmm. 
on the right side, um, you see where they are seeking insight or knowledge uh, by any means, and that's the divination. And so you have the common top practices of divination, geomancy. You guys got your sheets. What's geomancy? Anybody look at their sheet? Anybody check out what geomancy is? Look, everybody's scrambling. <laughs> well, I know, uh, Demisha, I don't know if she got, no, I included her in the email, so she should have got it too. Mama Hill didn't get it, she wasn't here. Go ahead, Amber. Um, the use of like rocks and things like the earth. Yes. There you go. Stones, rocks. Stones, yep. rocks. They could be colored stones. Mm -hmm. um, all of that. Mm -hmm. Astrology, we know that that is horoscope. That is common, common, common. You know, people consult their horoscope to lead them which direction all the time. Oh, no, I'm a Pisces. I cannot date <laughs> anybody who's not a cancer. <laughs> right? Um, mm -hmm. You have numerology. Um, and numerology is it's more than just these the numbers. It's also angel numbers. Angel. I don't know if you guys have heard of that lately, but angel numbers <clears throat> is becoming popular with this generation. Um, readings, and this includes readings, palm readings, tarot cards readings. Um, it also includes like we just were seeing destiny card readings, angel readings, angel readings. Um, and so all aura. of aura readings, right? Your aura, <laughs> um, scrying would be falling under readings. Okay. Tiara, you have a question. Um, yes, it's not very pertinent, I guess, but like I was looking at the list and it has like feng shui and geomancy as separate, but feng shui would technically be a type of geomancy, right? Like, I yeah. think that's what it's categorize it okay yeah i just wanted to make sure okay because uh, i thought it would be listed under but i don't know why it was separate uh, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay um spiritual guides okay this is big you have spirit animals mm -hmm. such as the year of the fox the year of the ox uh whatever we know that's popular Yes, Tierra, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> what year is this? Um, you have spiritual, uh, wait a minute, let me bring out my list a little more. We have spiritual as far as- uh, Guardian angels. Guardian angels. Uh, then you also have things like avatars. Avatars. What is your avatar? Is a spiritual guide. Mm -hmm. um, you know, think about the cartoon. I, I watched the cartoon and it, the avatar has spiritual guides, right? <laughs> um, so we're looking at that. Uh, if you're using anything like Kundalini, which we'll get into later on, they spiritual guides, spiritual masters. Through yoga. Through yoga, right? Um, uh, things involving the awakenings such as that, right? Um, you have uh, spiritual vision boards, okay? I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that where explain that a little bit about what the vision board is. The, the vision board is where you spiritually um, see yourself, the things that you want, the things that you want to accomplish. Um, and it's not just like 
just a house, but where you see yourself. So you envision yourself there in order to bring about that reality. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, so that's looking at that. You have things like, and I know I'm going to try to say this right, Gungian archetype. archetype. Well, what is that? That's that psychoanalysm of what number are you right. <laughs> at work? What is, um, it is very popular right now. The, the guy's is, name is uh, C.G. Jung. Yes. C.G. Jung. He's the one that came up with these, these uh, dials with different um, meanings to mm -hmm. numbers. And yes. It comes from um, so his work. That is very popular right now. That is a form of divination, how they're basing things. Oh, I cannot marry someone who's not a five or I am a seven uh, with a two, right? Or vice versa or anything like that. Then you also have dreams. Dream interpretation is making a huge surge as far as what people are doing in divination and leading and guiding them in different steps of where they're going. So that's some of the common practices in, in this day with divination. With new age, you kind of see uh, some different things with mystical because uh, new age is more into mysticism and like we said, the enlightenment, spirituality. spirituality. So, so here, here's kind of the difference. Divination is about practices and methods, right. right? But the new age is about the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. It's all about getting into the spirit realm. And so through mystical, through mystical um, connections, enlightenment, opening up your third eye and mm -hmm. getting, you know, um, occult practices. Like, like Christian Scientology, um, Illuminati, Illuminati uh, Freemasons. Freemasons. Um, they use a lot of channeling where they channel spirits. They believe you know jesus is a master right he's uh, a guru but he's, he's not he's right. not the son of god but he is an enlightened master um they also have guides to to lead them into a higher path um such as along to the the uh the basis to enlightenment and with your brain and your breathing yoga again um different things like that and so that's part of it and then historical traditions come into play a lot of that also can be ancestor worship, ancestry worship um, in regards to that uh, uh, chiefs and Indians. You get a lot of that kind of thing coming in um, as far as new age. Medicine man. And things like right. That. So to answer William's question from last week was, is the Illuminati real, right? And is it divination? The Illuminati is real. And it's new age. Um, it is more based on spiritualism than it is on the actual practices. Now, it may uh, incorporate some sorcery and witchcraft in their attempt of, of uh, uh, spiritualism, but not so much of practices with uh, different methods and forms. The Illuminati, depending upon where you found it or where, which one you're looking at, um, some say uh, originally began in the 15th century. Uh, Another say began in 1776. So there's different types of Illuminati, okay? 
And so you have to think about which one is it being more about. The current based Illuminati is more about power, what, such as that's why you see a lot of celebrities, status, things like that. Uh, that stems from the Bavarian Illuminati, which was yeah. in Germany and came over uh, by that. But the other forms of Illuminati are more geared towards spiritualism based off of angels and Jesus told me to start this. Right. The original woman who started um, the Illuminati, mm -hmm. she actually was contacting spirits. Right. So she was actually using uh, divination to contact spirits. So it kind of was where these two meet. So new age and divination kind of meet in the Illuminati right. because it's about finding enlightenment through contacting the spirit realm. Right. And so that's what the word Illuminati means, right? To it, it means illuminate. to be illuminate or yes. to be enlightened. Yes, William. Dang. Wow. Wow. Um, trying to figure out where to start. Um, <laughs> I'm shook. Again, just started. Just shook. So the difference between divination and new age. So the new age, they're just seeking spiritual experiences to be awakened, right? Right. right. And then divination will be the practices and methods to seek insight from the gods. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right. Illuminati. Thank you for answering that question. I'm, I'm shook on that. Okay. Okay. Everybody got that? Any questions? Any more questions on that before we move on? Okay. Let's rock and roll. All right. Let's keep them away. Let's keep rock them and roll. All right. What do y'all think about that right there? Look, everybody's face. <laughs> ah, this is priceless. No comments? To me. What'd you say, Davida? No comments, no questions about the spirit that was being contacted at Bethel Church. I, just, I guess I do have two questions. <laughs> well, the first one is not really a question. It's just like, that's literally the same stuff that my non-Christian friends do all of the time. Um, like, you know, they just feel like you need to get the right crystals for the things that you need in life, you know, the things that you're pursuing, that you're seeking. And there's a crystal for every emotion or every range of things or whatever. Um, so that's 
pretty wild that I'm seeing the same thing in a supposed church. Um, but my question is this. Um, is it possible that she is actually hearing from God or the Holy Spirit when she's doing that? So we're going to hold off on answering that question, <laughs> but we are going to answer it. We are going to answer that. As a matter of fact, you're going to be able to answer that yourself. Okay. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, kudos to my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, William. <laughs> what spirit is she talking about? That's a Can, good question. We're, we're, we're going to answer that too. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah let's go on you you hanging with us tc <laughs> he's he's shook us yeah you hanging <laughs> okay i know i know raquel jumped in there rock you all right <laughs> i am i just jumping in i jumped into something <laughs> I, I have questions but i'm kind of holding tight because i know i've missed some part but i got hung up on that vision board. So I'm kind of stuck a couple of slides. Right, 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 write them down, write them down. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm shook if, again, I know, I know I should be prepared for this, but I'm just, I think I'm just messed up that it's in the church and it's practiced so freely. Yes, yeah. Amber, did you have your hand up? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I'm on the same with Raquel concerning the vision board. Mm -hmm. okay. we, we figured that was going to spark some things, so we'll talk about it. Yes, yes. We'll bring it up in our comments and further elaborate on it, okay? Demisha, were you trying to say something? Oh, I'm still stuck on a yoga in church. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right. It's there. So what does the Bible say about divinations? And these are two of the scriptures that was on our list last week, right? Um, Leviticus 19, 26, you shall not eat anything with blood, nor shall you practice divination or soothsaying. For those in my 180 days, I know y'all remember that from Leviticus 19, 26. Um, Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. Um, enlightenment is looking to be awakened, to reveal, have information revealed to them, right? And it's, it's them trying to get the secrets, but not in obedience to God. If you look at this, uh, Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secrets belong to our Lord, but those things that are revealed belong to us mm -hmm. and to our children that we may do all uh, the words of the law. So what they're supposed to be doing with what is revealed is being obedient to God. Mm -hmm. These people are looking for a way around that. They just want insight. They just want experiences. Without boundaries. Without boundaries. No boundaries. No boundaries, no rules. And that's why a lot of people are getting messed up. And we're going to have some testimonies. We're going to yes. show you some videos with short testimonies of some people that dove into this stuff. And it's a good thing that Jesus saves. Woo. Praise <laughs> amen. Amen. 
Yes, he does. Okay. So we're going to go into the Bible now. And here's our scriptures, some of our scriptures from last week. Um, last week, we covered Genesis 30, 27. Um, and so what we're going to go to right now is Acts 16, 16 through 18. But before we hit that, I want to make sure I answer another question, which mm -hmm. was, um, uh, what is the correlation between the Catholic Church and divination? Um, well, you can kind of see that divination and new age can find its way into any church, not just Catholic church, but into any church. Um, and so they want to be on guard. But one of the things about Catholicism that's a little different is that it leans more toward um, idolatry as opposed to divination. Idolatry meaning the worship of the saints, of uh the the other items you know uh that you can do the worship of mother mary virgin um so they lean more toward idolatry but can um divination enter into the church absolutely and when you think about it with the catholic church there are some practices that are borderline but i think in most religious spheres, there are certain practices that are borderline. Uh, that's why we talked about, um, uh, we were talking to Jewel about the candles, right? Because mm -hmm. some some people are doing divination with candles, reading the wax and all this kind of stuff and using the flame, pyromancy and all that kind of stuff. And so you, you got to be careful, uh, uh, you know, some of these rituals that they do, where did the ritual come from? You know, is it the word of God? Is it something that they stole out of historical mm -hmm. tradition, right? right? Y'all saw that up there, historical tradition. And that's where the Catholic church kind of falls. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's historical tradition that's not biblical, um, historical, biblical Christianity, mm -hmm. but it's their historical tradition. So that's where it borderlines. Um, so I wouldn't say that their divination is more, like you said, uh, idolatry. It's I yeah, okay. Also, um, another question was uh, yoga practices. Is yoga practice divination? And we're going to go more into that. So that's going to be answered today. And then um, believers entertaining divination. Okay. How do believers entertain divination? We're going to kind of hit on that and talk about that a little. And so we'll be answering um, those questions as well now keep in mind if you have additional questions write them down and we're going to get to them because we certainly want to answer those questions and make sure you guys have clarity that you can be able to share with others okay so let's turn to acts chapter 16 verses 16 through 18 um can i get someone to volunteer to read that for me Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. This she did for many days. Keep going. Finish 18. Oh. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. Okay. 
Um, so in this, we're seeing the biblical example of there is divination in the Bible. Okay. And it's a spirit. And it is a spirit, right? We also see a form fortune telling about the future, wanting knowledge. Remember we said in the, uh, Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secrets. So the fortune telling is trying to see the secrets, right? And uh, to answer, I think one of the statements, but it was the truth. So if, if it's false or true, may not necessarily tell you if it's divination or not, okay? So you can't necessarily tell in that way, okay? Um, and so we're gonna go a little more into it. The way that you can tell is by the means. Like Willie said with the question for the lady of, uh, when she said, and see what the spirit says. What spirit? Right. What spirit? Test every spirit. Test every spirit. What spirit is being tapped into to reveal this? Is this knowledge from the most high God or from another spirit? And two things here, this goes back to, uh, and those that have been around for a while, you know, um, numbers, is it 13, mm -hmm. where he talks about um, if, um, if a prophet gives you a sign or wonder and it comes to pass, but they tell you to go after Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, sorry, Deuteronomy 13, go after other gods, don't listen to them, okay? Don't listen to them. And so it's important um, that when you're testing this, you got to say, okay, if you're a Christian and our Bible tells us not to do this, how can this be the spirit of God? Okay, how can this be the spirit of God? And we're going to touch on that more because Willie's question and Tierra's question are going to be answered throughout this lesson. Okay. All right. So you guys got the, the we're going to, and we're going to break this scripture down. But before we break the scripture down, we want to see a modern day example. example application of what this looks like. Okay. So let me explain to you this next testimony. <laughs> this lady, okay, uh, was raised in the church mm -hmm. her whole entire life. Youth group. Youth group. Um, she went to seminary. Sim yes. Yeah, she went to seminary. Okay. And, but from the young age, she had a dark image that would follow presence. presence that would follow her around. And so she um, got to a point in the seminary and in, uh, as she got older that she kept wondering what this was and she encountered some uh, Kundalini uh, yoga practices that led her uh, some other ways. So she was a Christian and she fell away. And she fell away under the guise that she could be a, a healer. And right. That she could heal through energy and light and really help people. That's what she believed that she wanted to do was become a healer and help mm -hmm. people. So we're going to listen to um, some of her testimony here. Okay. And I want you guys, if you have any questions or anything, take note of them. Okay. Is saying that I was a gifted psychic healer and that I should pursue this calling. Hold on. And it's what I'm meant to do. It is my calling. Hold on, she hold said, on. Let my guard down. Practicing yoga and meditation has started to let my guard down. So I thought, well, I want to pursue the field of healing, of the healing arts, like energy healing in the new age. So I found a healer and she was based in St. Paul, Minnesota. 
and I started going to her. I started seeing her for different sessions to see if she could move me through the blocks I was having to move toward energy healing. And then during one of our sessions, she slipped into a trance and she was speaking to me, but it was another entity that I was hearing. So I was looking at her and it was her body, but it was another entity speaking. And she looked at me and this being inside of her began speaking to me from what appeared to be her alter ego. And this being started saying that I was a gifted psychic healer and that I should pursue this calling. And it's what I'm meant to do. It is my calling. She said that the presence that I was feeling around me all of these years was my ascended master. And uh, I could allow him to come in. He had wisdom to show me. He had, he had only my best interest at heart. He was there to assist me, to guide me. He was essentially my guide. And that if I allow him to come in, all these questions I've been asking about will be answered. And that I- Okay. I saw Amber's hand go up. <laughs> yes, Amber. Okay, so that sounds completely demonic, but um, my question was, or not really question, but statement is, I feel like even though she went to seminary and all that, she really didn't know Jesus and know God. But I think that comes from the church being afraid to do exactly what we're doing and talking about the spiritual aspect. Um, yeah, because I know so many Christians who are afraid to talk about spirituality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I think you bring up a good point. And I don't know if we're going to listen to it later on in her testimony um, that, I don't know, are we going to listen to that or can I say that or? Yeah, you can say that okay. if you want me to so, I can. I can so later that. on in her testimony, um, when she finally tries to ascend, the spirits won't come in because of her Christianity. They actually could not enter her mm-hmm. because she actually was a, Christ, a Christian. And I, I can, um, let me see. I'll show you that uh, really quickly here. In the no words that. Right. Um, let me see here. He's like, all right, how about I let my guide speak yeah, to here you it is. Yeah. so that you can understand what's wrong. He's like, because we have to figure this out. This is what you're in class for to learn this. We have to figure this out. So I'm like, all right. So he he dropped into a trance and his guide started speaking to me. And I saw like a glint of anger in his eyes at me, okay, toward me. And I just thought, why is he angry? I'm doing all of these things that I've been asked to do. I'm following the steps and the guidelines that I'm asked to do. Like, why is he angry? I'm following the instructions. Right. All of a sudden he just looked at me and he stopped talking and he just glared at me and he goes, you need to drop your Christianity to do this healing arts, to do this work. And I just thought, I did drop my Christianity. My first instant, you know, and everyone in the room was like, oh, because it was like, like, never mind that we're all like dabbling in the demonic, like you're a Christian. It was like, oh. So you see there where um, she, what she had been trying to do is tap in to go to the next level 
for her energy because she's supposed to be a healer. So she's supposed to have a master that comes into yeah, her that's supposed to come in and heals other people. But there was never a spirit allowed to come in into her because there was another spirit that was present. William. He's just shaking his head. <laughs> that preach. That is cold because that goes to show that when she confessed and believed the Lord Jesus, she received Christ and the Holy, yeah, like she said, the Holy Spirit kept her. So even though she was influenced, she wasn't able to be possessed. Like that, that alone will preach. That's powerful to me. Mm -hmm. and, and when we were discussing this, um, the, the thing that really jumped out at me is that there's a lot of people that we think are far gone, but you better reserve judgment. You better not write them off because God is a keeper and what he, he that has begun a good work oh, yeah. will finish his work. Once he seals you, you can quench the spirit, but right. you can't run away. And so this right here was profound that she's trying to get indwelt by this spirit. Actually over and, and over trying. The spirit can't. <laughs> It can't come in. It cannot, it can walk with her. It can guide her, but it can never enter her. That's deep. That's deep, y'all. Yes. Yes. So Amber, thank you for that question because <laughs> I, I do think that's important. And I do think it's hopeful too, because yes, there's some people that you think, man, they're gone because they're doing stuff and they're into mm -hmm. stuff. But if they ever really did it, if they ever really believed, then mm -hmm. Jesus Christ came in. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we saw what the scripture said in the example of the slave girl. And we see a modern day example here. Let is, let's break down um, a little bit more of what, how they reflect and what they look like according to the scripture. Uh, let's pause for a second. Um, Tierra's question. Tierra, do you have the answer to your question? Based upon that example, do you have the answer to your question or do you want me to explain it? Um, I think I would prefer you to explain it. So this, this woman's example kind of tells us that a Christian can actually be hearing from another spirit. So these people, you asked what, what spirit are they here? Could they be hearing from the Holy Spirit? They could be, but you can quench the Holy Spirit and be doing what this young lady was doing. And she, she was, she was actually deep into it, mm -hmm. but she was still being kept by God so that she couldn't go all the way through with she it. She could not give herself. So, so you her. could, you, you could actually partner. This is what we would call that is partnering, partnering. Yes. with a spirit, right? You could be partnering with a spirit, but you cannot be, possessed. but you can't, be possessed so you you can open yourself up to spirits and we'll and we'll talk about that a little bit more mm -hmm. um, as we go forward and that probably should help willie's question as well uh, do you, are you good with that or you need more clarity i mean no i get that 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 like essentially it means that she wasn't necessarily hearing from god because it could be a different kind of spirit that she's partnering with right. but that still doesn't eliminate the possibility that she could have well, actually been hearing from God. 
Actually, it does eliminate it because God's not going to speak through means that he forbid. Methods that he forbid. Methods that he, he forbid. Yes. If he forbid tarot card readings, he's not gonna then he's not going to speak through them. Okay. I gotcha. If he, if he forbids mediums, right? Then he's not going to speak. Then he's not speaking through them. Okay. Um, so let's... Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> So that excludes dreams, though, right? Because dreams are listed as a method of divination, but we have seen God speak through dreams. Yes, absolutely. But he doesn't say don't dream. Right. He doesn't forbid. He doesn't dreaming. say don't dream. He says when they come and try to pull you away by saying what's in their dream that leads them away from me. Dreams have to be tested and interpreted. So he doesn't he doesn't forbid dreaming. Right. But he forbids Mediums, mediums soothsayings, uh, witchcraft, witch sorcery, right? Yeah, all of that. So, so those are means that he forbids. Dream, dreaming, dreaming is it's like not forbidden. It's kind of like you know, um, you, you take a fork. One person eats with the fork. Another person tries to stab somebody with it. The fork's not bad, <laughs> right? But what the person's doing with it is the problem. Correct. Jewel, did you have your hand up? barely do you do you want to put it do you want to put it in the chat and then have somebody read it for you davida's gonna say it so you can so you she said so you could partner with the spirit but it can't overtake you right it cannot possess you it cannot possess you so you could hear from it, but it can't make you do things. So you could hear from from it, but it can't make you do things. No, right. You would no. have you would have to do it on your own. You would have to hear it and do it yourself. Right. It can't make you do it. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. She said, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> All right, Davida. Good thank question. You. Um. So let's talk a little bit about the the biblical example. Okay. So in the biblical sample, we see that there are a few things that we've highlighted, okay? Um, the first being possessed with. This, this woman was possessed with. So based upon the fact that she was possessed with, we know that she was not a follower of Christ because right. there was another thing that she had in her, not the Holy Spirit. So we have to further find out what does this possessed with mean and what it looks like and get understanding on it, right? Okay, so this term possessed with is from the Strong's G2192. Now, for all my Strong's, y'all going to go in there and try to search it out and find it and find it and find it. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be tough because it's only two occurrences in which this term is used in that way. And they're both in the book of Acts. Yep. Okay. And so this definition, de uh, definition is to have to hold, meaning an echo. And the way it's used is I have, or I hold, or I possess. So when the term is used with possess with, that there is something that has a hold of something, someone, okay? That's the way it's been. So some translations will say this woman had with her the spirit of divination, or some will say possessed, but you it's combined together possessed with, okay? 
Um, and it was interesting because as we were studying it and we were looking at, well, what does the term echo mean for us, right? And echo is one who closely imitates or repeats another's words or ideals or acts. So this woman was repeating another's ideals, words or acts. What's that look like? That means that when she, and I'll use the that what we were talking about with the modern goes in a trance that person is repeating someone else's words or acts which is that spirit which is that spirit okay they become an echo they become an echo of the spirit that is speaking to them well, Willie. <laughs> yes Willie. <laughs> yo i think that's really cold because even in her testimony, when we're listening to her, and I'm trying to go back to it, she was explaining about the, the people that were guiding her mm -hmm. and yeah. how when they were doing whatever they're doing, chanting, whatever, and how she saw the spirit God take over. So I don't know if these people knew Christ, but if they took over completely like that, chances are they were possessed by this spirit right. and how they were able to to specifically give specific words and tap into what was being said. So it's like what was happening to them is exactly what you guys are explaining about what echo actually means. Like now it's really came to life. Just So you can see how that lines up. This slave girl was had an echo, was being possessed with some spirit. And so we have to go to further understanding what it is. Okay, and what's going on? I have Tierra and then William, is your hand up again? No. Okay, Tierra. Okay, um, I just wanted to comment because I think it's really interesting that like the whole, um, I was thinking about this as Willie was saying it, but the example that you gave of someone who was possessed with the spirit where like these um, um, gurus or like shamans, right? Mm -hmm. And they weren't always like, exhibiting symptoms of possession like i feel like when we see stuff in movies and shows someone who's possessed is we always know right away because they're like crazy they're right. doing wild stuff and they're vomiting and their heads are spinning or whatever <laughs> but like in this case they were like for all we know normal people who just yeah. like 10 minutes out of the day suddenly tap into another spiritual yeah. power to get wisdom or something like that which is both like frightening and also like concerning that we don't actually see that <laughs> like it's weird that you never know who you could be walking next to and if they had or like possessed but then also like why is that not the story we see in the media we always see the uber dramatic ones you know right 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 and we're gonna we're gonna get to that if we have yeah time. we're gonna get to yes. it we're gonna get great, to it great great comment we're gonna get to that there's actually um, a lot to that i have a TC who's shook if that's right. And then I'm Demisha. <laughs> you right. I, I am shook if like, the word echoes messing me up because I was thinking when Tierra was thinking, that's more scary. I think the illusion of what we see on like TV shows and movies is okay. I'm not trying like to mean diminishing thing, but it's almost more innocent than what you're explaining. Just the fact that they can switch off and on this normal and you wouldn't be able to tell like that's no, no. 
that's um that's crazy but i was that was pretty dope how holy spirit does seal us until day of redemption and god's the keeper that was cool too so it's a little bit shook but it's like okay that's dope god but this is this this is crazy though this this is this is madness mm -hmm. yes demisha so i'm about to, i think about the backtrack but so this girl has grew up in this church and she's learning about God and she's building a relationship with God. And you're saying the spirit was following her around for a long time or many years? Like how did they get there? Many years. What? Many years. Many years. Like was it there put, was it put there by people of the church, by her parents? Like, I just need to know. So I don't get that. But well, <laughs> well you know, and that's an interesting question. That's an interesting question. And we talked about this. We did. And I, I, I I'm, I'm going to do what I did with Tierra. I'm going to put a pin in that because I believe we're gonna answer that question. That's a very insightful question because as we go through this, um, you're gonna see how this happens. And like TC said, uh, what you see, or, and Tierra said this too, what you see on television shows and things of that nature is so dramatized that it's not actually real to right. the point. It numbs you. It, just, it, it numbs it, you. Yes. So what you see on these TV shows is what the encounter would be when someone's you know trying to cast the spirit out, mm -hmm. but you don't know what their life is like before, right? They 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 could be you know your your school teacher, your you know your doctor doctor you're you don't know what they're doing when they go home you don't know if they're practicing kundalini they're doing higher meditation they're trying to open their third eye and they're right. doing this stuff they're going to these classes and you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes um but then yeah they go to work and they do normal stuff like everybody else mm -hmm. and so this spirit that's following her around in her particular case, it was from the time she was young. Yeah. And because she grew up in the church, she and was shunned to even acknowledge it. We don't believe that. She never even spoke that. about it. It, it was kind of like it was said before. Um, that's not of God. Don't go anywhere near that. Don't touch that. Don't even acknowledge that um, because that that's not good. And so she kind of just pushed it down. And when she encountered um, someone, when she got old enough to be of college age mm -hmm. and encountered someone that said, I have an answer about that. Yes. That's that what, drew her in. It's like it's like that person that has that imaginary friend their whole life. Right. And so what kind of <laughs> happened it was, of course, <laughs> is as she got older, the things that she was told specifically to be off limits, people couldn't elaborate off more about it to her of why this was just off limits. And that was what Amber brought up earlier about not people not wanting to do this when it comes down to the church. Most right. churches are not going to talk about this. I mean, more today, though. The churches are talking about it more today than probably ever before. Hopefully. But when we were growing up, no, no, you don't even talk about it. Right. So. Rock. Yes, ma'am. So this, so I guess as I'm hearing everybody and what they're saying, I'm immediately thinking of prophets mm -hmm. in the church. And when they're coming up and you know, of course, we're supposed to test the spirit by the spirit and that word should confirm something or resonate in something in you. But there are prophets and then you, you see the prophets and they're, they're doing crystals and rocks and they've got a pendant around their neck and they're, you know, I had this spirit and this dream and mm -hmm. 
and 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 we have we have, we've had this conversation before. People right. are afraid to call that out because touch not my anointed, right. do my prophets no harm. But if this person is not a prophet of God, then they need to be exposed. They need to be mm -hmm. somebody needs to speak up, and people need to be equipped with the tools and the knowledge to be able to discern right. between somebody operating in divination versus somebody operating in the spirit of God. Right. Right. Does that answer your question, Rock? I think it was more of a statement. Statement, Rock. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Yes, it is scary. Hey, we're just ripping the band-aid off. We just ripping it off. Just let's just rip it off and just go for it. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah. Um, Amber. Um, really quickly to go back to the first question. Um, before Raquel, um, I was just gonna say, for me and my experience when I was younger, I used to see like the um, the dark, I don't even know, like something flying over my bed at night every night, and um, I would be, you know, scared of course, but I didn't really know God a whole lot, but I still knew to pray. But the reason why that was in my household is because my mother, you guys all know, she invited um, witchcraft in. Right. And then I was, they were training me to be a shaman. So uh, that might answer a part of the question. I know you guys say you're going to answer later, but mm -hmm. in, that's in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, a, that, that, that's, a, that's a great um, testimony because it, it, it does fit. And we're going to take a look at that. This lady's story is, is a little different, but that is a, that's true what you're saying. I'm, I'm, yes. It's definitely true. I, I would think that this young girl in Acts, maybe grew up that way um that's how she was exposed right to this this story. well and here and here's something that we were even we were uh even uh talking about you know because they're paying for it right to me that's a sign that that's not god and this is a slave girl so she probably was groomed to be able you know like you were saying amber she probably you know, somebody probably groomed her into doing this. Okay, so here we have where uh, we discussed what possessed with, but now we're defining possessed with what? Possessed with. And so the term uh, spirit of divination, we're going to kind of go into it. Uh, spirit, of course, is uh, the Greek 4151 pneuma, right? And when you look at the Strong's, there are different... Um, different definitions that apply based upon which verse you're reading. Right. Context okay. So you have to know what verse this is. So when you pull up Acts 16, 16 through 18, you will see that it'll say the definition number three, and it'll say the letter C. Okay. That's definition number three is a spirit, a simple essence devoid of all or at least all grosser matter and possessed of the higher power, knowing, desiring, deciding, and acting. So, okay, so it's information and we can kind of see that because it says she was doing fortune telling. Now, doesn't this, now when you hear this, it sounds like echo. Remember the definition for echo? Is imitating somebody's acts, <laughs> words, or, or, or uh, different things like that. And so you see here, knowing, desiring, deciding, and acting based, being possessed of the power 
of whatever this spirit is. Right. right? So the key is what power. What power? And so when you further look at the letter, it says a spirit higher than man, but lower than God, i.e. something like an angel used of demons or evil spirits who were conceived of as inhibiting the bodies of men. Inhabiting. Yeah. In, inhabiting. Thank you, baby. Okay, so when you're looking at the term spirit, this is what it's being applied. So she has some form of evil or demonic spirit that is inhabiting her body and she is mimicking or echoing what this spirit is saying. Okay, then you say, well, okay, well, it's, we know that it's a spirit, but it's a spirit of what? Divination. Okay, and I did not put a, a, a serpent because my daughter, I thought about my daughter. Right, we didn't want to put that up there on the screen. She would turn and scream. Okay, but this term of divination, some translations say of clairvoyance. Right. Which, yes, Raquel, this resembles oracle. When you think about Apollo, the Greek quote unquote mythological god, right? He had oracles or, or, or um, fortune seers that would give uh, what they deemed prophecies, okay? And the people would rely and believe on. And so that was the spirit of the Python, mm -hmm. a, a, a mythical serpent spirit. And that was represented by Apollo, right? Mm -hmm. And so that is what the spirit of divination is equivalent to. Okay, um, and when people begin to do uh, these practices to seek knowledge that we should not be aware of, that's what they're doing. Um, the term divination has a practice applied to it, whether they practice um, yoga, whether they practice fortune telling, crystals, re crystals readings, energy. Uh, colors, numerology, they practice this, right? Which means it's not a one and done. This is something they indulge in as a practice. <clears throat> and so this is, so when it says she's possessed, why well, she has the echo of an evil spirit <clears throat> that is similar to this, that is the serpent spirit. What does that make y'all think of? <clears throat> I'll repeat it again. So she has some of the comments. Huh? In the chat. In the chat. Okay, thank you. Yes, yes, absolutely. William and Demisha. Satan. Okay. In the Garden of Eden, he says to Eve. Well, surely if you eat of this, you will not surely die. You will become like God. A lot of new age says we are gods. Mm -hmm. Okay. Says that if you open your third eye or if you awaken yourself, you will be a God. And so can this concept be dragged into the church absolutely it can be mixed in absolutely i've heard some preachers say um, that we are gods We're little god, g little g you know they don't realize that what they're teaching <clears throat> right what they're teaching is a form of divination that you're not seeking i heard a, a, a pastor and this is going to sound innocent 
who focuses on we're going to unlock heaven. We're going to get answers from heaven. We're going to get heaven to respond to us. Why are you trying to talk to heaven and not God? Okay. Um, so we went through with the possessed with, right? Spirit of divination. Now her method was fortune telling, right? Her method was fortune telling. <clears throat> Fortune telling is the Greek 3132, to divine, okay? The practice of soothsaying, a seer. Again, I go back to even Raquel's question. Mm -hmm. Again, a seer. Um, in the Bible, there are some terms that there's different terms for prophet. Nabi, seer, right? These are different ways in which they received it. But a person also could be a seer if you were not a follower of, of God because of the sense of how they define it according to the diviner. Right. So they're seeing for somebody else. They're not seeing for God. Right. Um, and an example of this, this, this obviously is one because she's doing it through fortune telling. But we're going to see another example in another weeks to come with Balaam. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so that gives you guys a hint of what further discussions will be having, but you kind of see where they're delivering something. So when this lady, right, delivers uh, about what's going to happen, the future or whatever, well, she's, whatever she she's doing it through a possessed spirit. Even her knowledge of who Paul was, okay, was done through another spirit. And the proof of that, the proof that that is still true was the story that the young lady told. She thought that she had given up her Christianity, but the spirit knew she was still a Christian. The spirit in this person knew that she was still a, a, a Christian. This, that, I mean, it's mind blowing, but in the spirit realm, they know who you are. They know, Paul I know, Jesus I know, but who are you? And well, that's another one. We're going to go over. And we do have that on our list. <laughs> so, um, so this is what the young lady was practicing. Kondalini. Okay. So I want you guys to take a, a, a minute and look at some of uh, what is the defined of this practice. And we've highlighted a few words for you with awakening, um, practice, chanting, uh, methods because these are all things we've also highlighted what spirit this is kundalini comes from what a coiled snake i.e the python and, and this is accessed you know guys through yoga right you go into your poses and you stay in your pose until you awaken that uh energy and some people or do enlightenment. It, some people it takes them months, but they do it every day. They're practicing their yoga every day for hours. For hours, trying to awaken energy chakra, trying to move um, themselves into a different state. Okay, Tierra and then Raquel. I don't even know if I really want to ask this question. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna mess me up, and I might be better off just not knowing. But one of my favorite stretches is um a cobra stretch a cobra position willie's face <laughs> yes. 
Um, I and like I learned it through just like a, a workout video. So I don't know if it's an actual yoga pose or not. <laughs> but your brother said he had to take yoga. It is. <laughs> it's part of his. Oh, <laughs> yes. So am I like like? <sighs> So, so it's we'll, a, it's we'll, a good we'll, question. We'll talk about that. We we gonna get to it. So we I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you part of it just to ease you. It's your motive, right? Your what is your intention? And there is there is a difference. There is okay. when you really talk to people about yoga. Uh, yoga is an Eastern concept, right? But it's been hijacked. But it's by been Western. hijacked by Western. Yoga is and not stretching, right? It is about breathing and focusing. It's the Western concept has brought stretching into it. Right. Okay. Even though there are different types of stretches as titles in yoga. Yoga is right. about energy. It's about unlocking chakra. It's about awakening and right. peace and calm. It's not about your body at all. Right. They don't do yoga to build or strengthen yeah. muscles. Or to prepare themselves to run <laughs> or open up no, their hips. They don't. They're not doing it for that reason. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Raquel. Um, I think you you kind of answered it when you were addressing Tier, because you know that cat pose and yeah, all yeah. that there in the morning. Yeah, and so but but as you were saying it, you know, I kind of had already dealt with the whole yoga thing in the sense of what in its authentic space, Eastern world space that it's used for, but the stretching, the physical sense of what I use it for because of sciatica and it helps with the asthma whole thing. You know, that's like a recommendation from the doctor, but I'm also praying. Like I, I listen to that music, but I'm praying like, Lord, thank you for, you know, my mind, peace that surpasses all understanding. So but yeah, I think you answered it because I was about to say, now look. Yeah, it, it, it's, okay. your, it's your intent because it's like, I'll give you an example. It's like music. There are no new chords under the sun. So when Okay, I'm, apostle, apostle. Well, let me apostle. explain. When I get done, you're going to understand this. I'm but tonight, the music too. Come on. <laughs> we, got, we got the Band-Aid off. You're going to like this. You're going to like okay. this. Okay. When I'm playing chords on the keyboard on Sunday, some of those chords could have come from an R&B song, but I'm not playing them in the spirit of whatever that song was. So you don't even notice that that's what that is. So it's, it's, it's the intention behind it. It's the spirit that I'm coming from that makes it or breaks it. But you're, but you're not going into yoga trying to unlock your chakra and open right. your third eye. But but it <laughs> it also comes into why do we have to call it yoga? Right. Why can't we just say we're stretching? We're stretching. Okay, fair enough. I receive that. A amen. amen. Legit. Right. However, with the music, <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I'm, so the, I don't know, <laughs> and I'm just being real with y'all. I don't know if me changing Nipsey's or Kevin Gates's words is gonna be where it's at. In well, the I'm, not I'm not changing that, but so, but I I, I didn't play P funk on Sunday. Y'all even know. But wait a minute, I'm going somewhere with it. No, everybody was turning up when Marvin Sapp's song was overdid and to, yeah. to the bed making music 
Right. And we was in full worship. Right. Not me. But people were standing up in the middle of the house, low key twerking. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I think that's a, that's a fine line that we sit on. And, 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 and there is some songs that I've heard you play, but I also have to remember, as a matter of fact, one of my favorite songs that we did, we just did last Sunday. We hadn't did it in a long time. Um, and you have wrote, wrote the lyrics. You had changed the lyrics to some music. We sung it this past Sunday. My spirit, my soul. Yeah. Okay, that's from an R&B joint. The <laughs> chords in that is from an R&B joint. Yeah. So I get that part. <laughs> But it's hard. Okay, come on yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm singing it. I'm singing it full like my spirit, my soul. <laughs> yeah, I ain't focused on the drum line that hit that beat right there. No, no, because you know when you in the car listening to it, drop that bass. Oh, you know, but but All right, let's not get started. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. So here are some different poses that we're bringing forth. Right? Can you tell which are stretches and which are yoga? Agent coming to look. Move the slide, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to hear AJ's answers as the. Oh, you AJ's answers as an athlete. Which, which ones are which, AJ? Which are which? You got one, two, three, four, five poses. You said one. From from top left to right, bottom left to right. So you got five poses. Which are yoga? Well, technically, if you want to be technically sound here, all of them can be considered yoga except for the top left, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. The top, so number one is a stretch. Okay. Mm -hmm. The top left is a stretch. No name. No name to it. It's just stretching. You pulled up the picture and it says athletic stretches. This is what you get. Number two, right? It's very similar to number one. It looks like all that's different is the changing in the direction. But this is, and then, but this is a yoga pose because of the intent of what is trying to be done. Okay. And so she's focused, you probably can't tell, but she's focused more on her breathing than just the stretching. Okay. Number three on the bottom left here is a, po an, a, a yoga pose as well. You see uh, the any inward turn of the feet, okay, and the hands that way. Uh, so it looks a little different. But right next to it is a picture of a hip stretch, like Raquel was saying. That's not considered a yoga pose. That's just stretching the hip. But they look very similar. But they look very similar. So, <laughs> and of course, we all know the bottom right one is a yoga pose. That particular pose is to bring on the third eye. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you can kind of see that there. Let's look at, I'm going to give you guys a, a quick further uh, information on this particular yoga from this guy here. Um, and he is a Christian. Now he's a Christian. Now he's a Christian. But at one time he was possessed with over 30 spirit guides. Okay. 
this because a lot of the, the symptoms or the experiences that I were having paralleled exactly with the description. And so I started to believe that I was some special chosen light worker that was sent here to raise the vibrations of the earth and so on. I also got heavily involved in Kundalini yoga. Now, Kundalini yoga is serpent yoga. And the philosophy behind it is that at the base of what is called the chakra system is a dormant energy serpent that can be awoken to climb up the chakra system, come to your third eye, and once it makes its way to the third eye, you will become enlightened, knowing that everything, and including yourself, is God. So you begin to be deceived by a pantheistic false view of God. And this is what I truly believe, that I was God, that you were God, that all things were God. All right. <laughs> Willie is laughing up a storm, boy. <laughs> yes, Tierra. <laughs> last one, I promise. This is the last one. But that, y'all, that just messed me up. Because um, y'all know my show is supernatural. Thank God it's over, though. Because God, over. otherwise, I would be having a heart attack. But literally the last season was about this guy becoming god and he literally said that like he literally was like don't worry i'll always be with you i'm in everything and everything is me and i was like what because <laughs> the previous god in the show didn't say that junk but this new one did and i was like wait a minute hold up so that's that that just messed me up yep and, and when it comes to yoga, like he said, the, the purpose is the awakening, right? Which is why they focus on the breathing. They focus on centering. Um, the term yoga itself, this defines what is yoga, but the term yoga itself means to join union. Right. The etymology. Right. What are you joining with when you do this? What are you uniting yourself with in practicing this? as we just read, with a python spirit for the Kundalini. Okay? <laughs> uh, some will involve chants, mantras. I know y'all watch Tina Turner, right? Um, and she'd hit the little bell and do her little chants, right? Um, <laughs> and so some involve that. And that really is just like bringing present, right? the words over and over. But what's interesting, because that's a form of meditation during the yoga, is it's actually a word used in the Bible is meditate. And one of the things spoken in that's Hebrew 1897, how you say that? Okay, to moan, to growl, to utter, to speak. These particular verses here, Joshua 1 and 8, Psalms 1 and 2, Psalm 35, 28. What they're doing is speaking. And they're repeating God's word over and over again until it gets into their heart and their mind. Mm -hmm. Yes, Raquel. You know, I know we might not be there yet, but I can see where this would be so close to this whole vision board thing. You know, and then to think about when you're doing your vision boards, you're putting your scriptures with it, 
you're looking at it every day and you're like, I got this. This is mine. I I own this. You're not even saying, Lord, what's your will? You got, right. this is the word. I didn't, I didn't found what I want. Here's the scripture that I think is supposed to go with it. And let's put it on this board and I'm going to it every morning. And I'm going to see it every morning. I'm going to see myself in that Bentley. I'm going to see myself in them jeans. I'm going to see myself in that house. And God said, you ain't even supposed to live on that block. Sit down and drive that Chevy. (laughs) You created the vision and then went to support it with the, what you were looking for. That's very close also to bibliomancy. Yeah. Right. Um, As opposed to God giving you the vision. And then the support be the word because he and his word are one. And, and here's the interesting thing about that. And I see your hand here is that <clears throat> the secret Deuteronomy 29, 29, everybody needs to memorize that verse that the secret things belong to the Lord. Right. And so a lot of times we haven't even asked God, like Raquel said, we just start writing stuff down because somebody told us we need a three year, five year, 10 year plan. And so we just start writing stuff down and then we take the verse that doesn't mean this, mm-hmm. write the vision down and make it plain so those who read it can run with it. But the context of that is not that, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll use that mm-hmm. um, to justify us having these visions for mm-hmm. our life. Also, a, a form of which that can be seen in the church, speak it, believe it, receive it. Right. You have whatever you say. Right. So does that cancel out the vision board? Here's the thing. Where is the vision coming from? And where does it say to do that in in the word? Okay, so, okay, just like we messed up yoga, maybe we messed up vision board. Can we have a dream board? (laughs) It's the same thing. It's still the same concept. Is it coming from God or is this you with the desire you have and then you go and find the support for it? Because it's, again, the motive behind it. Here's what God says. God says, Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom Kingdom of of God God. and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. The things that you seek after, he says, don't seek after those things, seek after me, right? And as you seek after him, he provides the things that you need. Mm -hmm. And interesting enough, one of the terms in that particular passage means to meditate. Yeah. Zeteo, to seek, to think about, to focus on, um, to continue to look for is a form of meditation. Mm-hmm. Tierra, real quick, uh, we're running out of time. <laughs> um, I think you basically a- answered it. I was going to ask about the vision board. Like, what if it's like non-material things? Like, it's not a house or a car, but it's like, you know, to love more or to read your word more or like things like that. Because like, I know a lot of people will use their vision boards for like goals for the new year as opposed to just desires. You know what I mean? Um, So I was just trying to see if that's a little different or if that's that's your vision board, you're the unicorn. (laughs) Everybody else's vision board got some different stuff on it. No, I'm just kidding. To love my neighbor better. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But but it, it, it is. And I think Raquel, you said it very correct with there is such a thin line and part of it is because when God is giving to Israel don't soothsay don't divine don't um 
consult familiar spirits or mediums. He's going off of past experience that they've been through. Remember, they left the land of Egypt. So this stuff is already in existence. And he's saying, you are my people, don't do it. Consult me about everything. And then he's saying, and when you go into the land I'm going to give you, they are already doing it in that land. Tear it down and don't engage in it. You're my people, consult me, do what I tell you to do. And so part of this is so a part of the, the, in the Eastern culture because it was already being done by other cultures. And so those other cultures that was there are still in existence today in some form or another. That's why the term yoga, which is a, a Eastern term, is it, taken, uh, the Western culture has taken on and adapted it just simply to mean I'm stretching my body. But it was already there. So we, we only have a, a minute left and I'm gonna ask, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm going to ask. Here we go. I'm going to ask for five minutes. I'm going to ask for five minutes to answer this question, this one question. And I said five minutes because you're probably going to take two or three minutes just to ponder it. But how, what do you have on it? Yeah. How do spirits possess a person? Okay. Because it's hidden on here. (laughs) How do spirits possess a person? Based upon what you've heard tonight, if you had to figure out how these people got these spirits, how do you believe that they got them? It's a very important question that I think we should answer tonight. I had to take down the question so I could see all of y'all's faces. There we go. How do spirits possess a person? Who's going to be brave? Who's going to be my brave heart for tonight? How do spirits possess a person? I mean, don't be trying to hide, TC, over there. I see you trying to hide in the corner. <laughs> He pondering, he pondering. <laughs> Amber, yay. Amber's brave, yay. Um, I'd say by partnering. Well, well, yeah, not having Holy Spirit, so then giving access to a spirit. You. Yeah. Like by partnering with it, like welcoming it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if if you are a Christian you have to partner with it okay you have to partner with it um all right mama hill but also i see uh, demisha if you guys didn't see demisha's answer demisha uh are you able to say what your answer is there so i said by communicating open yourself up isn't that why god says guard your heart above all things above all else because they let them let it in you do you have to open yourself up to it okay okay we we're getting there we're getting there um 
TC. I don't know. I didn't think that messed me up tonight. If I was hearing right, the study, just a brass notch of studying things that probably are not meant to be studied. So when you study that, you're automatically given access and you're automatically partnering because you're seeking. Um, so for unbeliever, yeah, I think that's the biggest way. It's just the thirst for knowledge, uh, power, and just the seeking of that. And so they're open to it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, that was just what was the main thing I heard tonight is, mm -hmm. you know, the professor, this is what he studies and probably what he goes back and practice because the pursuit of knowledge itself, mm -hmm. which, which is scary, but makes sense though. Mm -hmm. Raquel? <clears throat> I would say by exposure and invitation. Mm -hmm. you know, I think being exposed to it, whether you are a believer or a non-believer, mm -hmm. you know, it can be intriguing. It could be that because oftentimes we want more. We want that missing piece, not saying that God, you are the piece, you are the more. So we go searching to get immediate fulfillment and we go searching for immediate being comfortable and then i think exposure you know lifestyle you know you need to be careful of the company you keep and who who you're hanging with and i think that lifestyle also can be coupled with peer pressure you know younger old mm -hmm. amen and, mm -hmm. and i think you guys are all you're all bringing correct. it yes because if you think about the first encounter that mankind had with the devil the satan the satan the serpent the serpent right is in the garden and he didn't bully his way in he didn't run eve over he didn't make he her didn't eat. make her eat of the fruit he had a simple conversation and she agreed and she went with it so you have to give permission you have to allow it some people said through exposure, through reading this, read, you could read all of that, but if you do not accept it and want it, a man is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. The devil can't just jump on you. Mm -hmm. You've got to welcome these spirits in. Right. One of the, one of the uh, verses that really stands out, I think it's second Corinthians 11, is it 11 or 12 um, that the devil um, appears to be an angel of light. Right. And they all talk about that. And they all talk about age. these spirits being benevolent and wanting Angels to show them things light. and give them information that they want. None of these spirits like bullied them and jumped on a raw, you know, it was like, here, the Christians won't tell you this. Here, this is what you want, you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And they let them in. Yes. Tierra and then Willie. And uh, then we're going to wrap up tonight. Mm -hmm. I know we're over on time, but I got to ask this because I know Demisha asked it earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like this, what we just talked about answers how a person gets possessed, mm -hmm. but I don't think it answers how a person encountered, counters like a spirit. Like, I think that's what Demisha was asking in that sense. Because I don't think, like, for example, the lady we were talking about, I don't think she went and sought out this no. stuff, right? She grew up no. in the church. So right. then how do you explain her encountering a spirit then? Well, um, she one, wasn't of the, looking. 
the one of the things you have to understand is that there is a spirit realm right that's very um, real that is very real so with there being a spirit realm then there are spirits around us all the time all the time all the time all the time <laughs> How did Wait a minute, we, Tierra, you're the one that made the observation that a person could be possessed by a, a, a spirit and be bagging your groceries. I know, but like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, we don't want to hear it, but this is the reality: is that a lot of us have been approached by spirits, but we weren't open to it, or we rejected it. Mm -hmm. But these spirits are testing people all the time. And part of the reason why it's gaining such momentum and popular popular in the Western culture now is because of the ideal of not wanting to accept that there is a spiritual realm. Well, more so that people are trying not to be religious. They want there to be spiritual. Go. But hey, yeah. They want to be spiritual. They don't want to be religious. And so they, they want to open themselves up to all the possibilities the awakenings the, the enlightenment they, and that's why the joy uh, and we didn't get into this tonight and we may get into it later on um the new age is about un, is, is about um the astrological signs right the age of pisces right is it, it pisces it was pisces was ending is ending and the age of aquarius began in 2012 according to the new agers and the age of aquarius is supposed to be an age of peace but this peace is supposed to come through everybody yeah. being enlightened and, and tapping into their spirit guides and being um, being um, totally open to whatever. And so this idea of love and peace is coming from spirits that are telling you that this is the way to make the world peaceful. Mm -hmm. And so these spirits invite themselves in and people will either accept it or reject it. Right. Willie, and then we'll pray. Yeah. And then, yes. <laughs> Get out of here. But yes. Um, I'll just sum it up because I have so much more I want to say. But the biggest part that's messing me up is about the confession and how we even receive Christ and how that can, that he commands us to repent and how we just confessed, we admitted, we came in agreement with that. And that's how we receive Christ. But on the flip side, for them, it's not a command, it's an invitation because you're actually feeding into what you want. You wanna know these secret things. So by you just admitting it, you're coming in agreement with it and you're diving into it. Yeah, yeah, this this has been good, but I'm all types of shooketh right now, so. So, so when it comes to how do spirits possess a person, it's good to know that you have to give permission you have to allow them to come in if you're not a believer or to influence if you are a believer, okay? Um, they don't jump from person to person. There's no transference, okay? And then also you can have more than one spirit. Yeah, because you can invite them in. Yes, you can have multiple legions. Right, the guy had 30 spirit guides the guy in the Bible had legions of spirits. Yes. Somewhere in his life, he came in contact with them and he invited um, Mary Magdalene had, had seven, seven spirits. spirits. Yes. You know, yeah. Okay. We're going to pray us out. Woo. And if you have a question that we didn't get answered or you want to stay and ask that question, we'll that hang, we'll, we'll hang, hang back. But um, to, 
keep time uh, and let everybody go. Is this good or what, y'all? Is this a lot of information? Is this? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to pray us out? Look, nobody want to pray now. Y'all better pray. I'll go ahead, man. I'll go ahead. <laughs> so Lord, I just want to say, Father, first and foremost, Lord, Thank you for keeping each and every single one of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Lord, I thank you for Holy Spirit that preserves, that keeps, that guards, that, that comforts, that leads, that guides, that teaches, that corrects and directs. And I thank you for the same power that raised Jesus from the dead living on the inside of us and keeping us from all of these wicked things, Lord God, and preserving us for our heavenly home. Lord, I thank you so much for your Holy Spirit, Lord, just leading us and in, informing in us to be equipped. Lord, I just pray that we fully digest such a wholesome, I mean, hefty, just power-packed, informative, and a revealing um, study on Christianity, divination, and the Bible, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that each and every single one of us will ponder, we will go through our process with you wrestling through our biases, wrestling through our experiences and wrestling through this until your word blesses us. So I just pray that the word of God will continue to take root, that we will meditate it holy and that you will continue to have your way. I pray that you bless everybody on this call, Lord, as we leave this call, but never from your presence. And we say these things in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you for sticking it out with us. I know it was a lot of info and we really, trying to keep y'all awake. We, we, work, we awake. really work hard at not making it dark, too dark, but just to keep it. I don't know, that picture that you had with the spirit possession thing, that was pretty dark. I agree. It was scary. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one, right? <laughs> I think it's very eye-opening. I think Amber said something earlier about these conversations not being had in churches, you know? reality you know and having a place to be transparent and 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 see that for me the error of my ways that I think is so common and so natural and mm -hmm. so what I do right and it's not even lining up with what I'm studying or praying for or believing right, right. so I, I'm thankful I know sometimes I'm animated but I'd be so real from my heart <laughs> yes you do I, I don't want to leave the same way I came in you know what I mean right. And this may be the time that I get it right or get it clear. So yeah. Yeah. I just know y'all got me messed up. <laughs> we we learn a lot of stuff when we're studying. And and a lot of stuff clicks for us. They were like, wow, that really makes sense now that we've looked at it in the word of God, because you want you want the word of God to be the filter by which you see the world, not the world be the filter by which you see the word of God. And there so, it is. That's good. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go. I can go to bed now tonight. All right, all right, all right, Rocky. All right, Rocky. Yes, you can. Demisha, did you get your questions answered? Yes, definitely. Thanks, Tiara, for clearing up on that. Okay. okay. <laughs> no problem. Yep. Anybody have anything else before we shut it all down? We'll hang out for a minute. All right, good night. Jewel, get you some rest. Yes, feel better. Bye, T.T. Rodriguez. Bye. <laughs> Jump on that class. Jump Bye. On that class. I'll see you in the morning, Demisha, for Bible study. <laughs> yes, you will. See you in the morning. Bye. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay.
Whew. Oh.